Welcome to We Are Free. I'm your host, Becky Marquecho, and you're listening to episode 59. This is the last new episode of 2020, as I'll be taking the whole month of December off to write and rest and get outside. If you want to see what I'm up to, including updates from our RV adventures, you can follow along over on Instagram at Becky Marquecho until I'm back with new episodes and some other fun surprises coming in January 2021. My guest today for the last episode of 2020 is Wendy Speak who is actually my guest on one of the first episodes back in January, uh, episode 19. Wendy is the author of The 40-Day Sugar Fast and The 40-Day Social Media Fast and is co-author of Triggers, Exchanging Parents' Angry Reactions for Gentle Biblical Responses. She hosts her annual online 40-Day Sugar Fast every January and her 40-Day Social Media Fast every Lent. Whether in speaking or writing, Wendy uses every opportunity to point women to the gospel. Welcome back, Wendy. Thank you, Becky. It was neat to hear you say that that was one of your earliest episodes the last time we were together. And now here you are after a long year, ready to take a break. Yes. That's that's so much what we're going to be talking about today is how do we allow ourselves permission to step back and take a break. Yes. And as I said that, I was like, well, maybe you won't see me on Instagram. I don't know. Let's see what we have to say here today. Um, Wendy, I did the sugar fast back in January and that was powerful for me. And I'm guessing it was powerful for a lot of women because now you're back with a new fast and a new book, um, the social media fast, uh, the 40 day social media fast. And the subtitle of her book, you guys is exchange your online distractions for real life devotion. And I love that so much. And just entering this season of like the holidays and potential craziness, but also season where, we need that extra rest coming at the end of this long, long year. Uh, Wendy, why did you write this book? Right. Well, because you have done the sugar fast, um, I'll, I'll just start there. In the midst of the sugar fast every January that we do online as a group, which is always so engaging and encouraging. Um, so please hear me when I say I'm not, I'm not a naysayer on all social media. It's wonderful. But in the midst of that, I keep asking the question, okay, but God didn't ask for a sugar sacrifice. He asked for our lives to be a living sacrifice. So what else do you need to sacrifice so that you can be fully present and aware of his presence in your life? And what I hear more than anything else is, thanks for the sugar, Wendy. But um, what I really turn to every day throughout the day, a hundred times a day is my phone. That's what I turn to when I'm bored. That's what I turn to when I'm stressed. And I keep thinking, my goodness, when we're weary, when we're stressed, when we're heavy laden, God said, you come to me and I will give you rest for your souls. So what would happen if we set down not just our forks, but our phones, (laughs) not just food, but our social media? Is it possible if we set down social media that we could actually get social with God and the real life flesh and blood people that you're about to take a break from all your work so that you can connect with them on a more deeper, meaningful level. Yeah. Um, I think social media, it's one of those things where we know there's negative effects and, you know, things that are happening in our life because of it. But for some reason, we just keep coming back to it. Um, I know some of it is, you know, is created in a way to be addictive and, you know, some of that language and some of those not theories. I mean, I know some of that is true, but like what are, so I know we all know it can be negative, but Wendy, what are some things that you believe like are the most negative effects that you have seen in your own life or just other women you've talked to? Like, what are those things that really drove you to be like, okay, I got to set this down. 
That's such a such a good question. Have you ever felt like, okay, I'm not going to pick up my phone today, or I'm not going to pick it up until after dinner tonight, and then you just keep doing it? And I think that that's one of the main. I'm not talking about the, what's at the root of it. I'm saying that there is that, and it does exist in our lives. And because we realize we don't have control over it, it has control over us. Um, you know, that reminds me a little bit of really the role that God should play in our lives. And I'm just wondering, is your phone on his throne? And if you don't have control over it, it has control over you, then you need to do something radical to get it in its proper place so that we can acknowledge God in his proper place in our yeah, lives. And that's yeah. so much what, what fasting is, is saying, hey, I'm going to get rid of these distractions. Anything temporary that distracts me from you so that I might grow in devotion, not to something temporary, but to the one who is eternal. And, you know, I get the question a lot, Becky, and we can talk about um comparing ourselves and all these negative things that we do. And we see, uh, you know, other people's lives and we say, wow, it's so, so beautiful. And we can talk about, well, maybe it's filtered and maybe their life is not actually that pretty. But one of the things that I keep coming back to and people say, but is social media bad? Is this, um, you know, the story in Isaiah where a man cuts down a tree and he uses the wood to make a fire and over the fire, he warms his food. And wood is really good for making a fire. And it's really good for warming our food. And then it's really good for warming us too, he goes on to say, and it warms the man. And then he takes the the rest of the wood and he carves from it an idol, a God, and worships it. And I just wanna suggest that maybe our phones are really good at being our phones but they're really bad at being our God. And so let's take 40 days to just put them in their proper place. So that's my favorite, like spiritual answer to the question, you know, but there are also just some really practical, but I can't stop turning to it. And then I get a lot of pushback from people saying, yes, but this is where I go to get my daily reading with my Bible study group. And it's where I go to find out, you know, where all the kids are in our neighborhood. We've got a Facebook group and it's where I go to find out when my child's um, soccer practices. We have a Facebook group for that too. And like, I'm so connected, Wendy, I could not disconnect. And I just want to recommend you, you consider, is it possible that we're so connected that we're disconnected? And if you can say, okay, I don't even know what that means, but I know it's probably true in my life, then, okay, well, let's do the hard work of figuring out how do we need to prepare ourselves so we can step away for 40 days. If you're going to fast from sugar, you say, well, what are my vices? Let's get them out of the house for 40 days. Well, I'm saying, is it possible that your vice is your device? Yeah. And it's divisive. It's dividing us from those we really want to be most devoted to. Yeah. So let's say we're picking up our phone all the time. What are maybe some other things just in relationships, maybe in marriages uh, that women might be experiencing? Maybe you maybe you don't know you have a problem. I think like, oh, I don't have a problem, but I know it. I totally know it exists. Like if I, Jesse and I just keep talking about like at nighttime, like having a basket that we put our phones in, you know, at this time and the phones are in there and maybe the ringer can be on in case of an emergency, whatever. But like, right. we may not touch that basket, you know? Um, so yeah. my point is like, I know 
I know what it's doing in our own li- my own life. Um, but what are some signs of maybe just things in relationships or negative things coming out that would be a real clear sign for somebody to be like, okay, I think maybe I should give this a try. Yeah. Um, my goodness, I'm thinking about so many different life stages and relationships, but let me start with the moms. I, I had a mom send me a message after the first time she did the 40 day social media fast. And she said, Wendy, my kids saw my face more. And I saw their faces more and I enjoyed them more. And I wrote back to her and I said, is it possible that you enjoyed them more because they were more enjoyable? And then I, I went on to say, our children have learned to get our attention. And even negative attention is attention. And it's one of the, the deepest, most root needs our kids have is our attention. And if we're distracted for a number of reasons, they will get our attention. So if you're in a cycle right now where there's negative behavior from them and you are coping with their negative behavior by going to the bathroom with your phone in hand and scrolling, mm-hmm. um, you guys can't see me because it's a podcast, but Becky She's can scrolling. see you. She's I'm, scrolling, guys. <laughs> I'm exercising my thumb. Um, then this might be a good time to connect. And you know, you know the story, Becky, that I actually started the sugar fast for moms because it's really hard when our children do wrong to respond in a way that's calm and kind and consistent. I'd say even Christ-like when we're all up and down and all around because of what sugar's doing to us physiologically. Is it, is it possible that we're also having a hard time with our kids because we're turning to our phones rather than turning to our children or turning to the Lord who's got something to say to us about how to be more Christ-like and calm and and helpful with our kids rather than up and down and all around. And the thing I learned about when when I'm stressed with my family is when I turn to my phone to cope with my stress, I don't return to my family more able to cope with my stress. I'll second that. Yeah. Yeah. But when I turn to the Lord and I say, wow, I really need a walk. I need to go scrolling rather than, I need to go scrolling scrolling rather than than scrolling. Um, And I spend some time in prayer and, uh, and just peace and quiet. And I come back, I'm more able to handle the daily stressors. So that's one of the answers for, for just families. And that's true in our spouse, with our spouse as well. But with friends, do you ever have a call from a friend saying, hey, let's get together? Before we started this, I said to Becky, we need to get together. And Becky said, well, I'm not going to be doing the podcast for December, maybe during that time. Do you ever say, I'm so busy, I don't have time to get together? I I do that all the time. Right. And I'm going to get together with a girlfriend of mine today. And I'm already in my mind justifying why I probably should cancel because I'm just so busy. And yet we can get to the end of our days and look at our phones and the screen time use and what, I was on there for two hours and 47 minutes. How in the world did that take my time? And yet I was too busy to have a cup of coffee with someone who was gonna encourage me and build me up. Yes, 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 my my hands are up. You guys can't see me, (laughs) but I love all this so much. Uh, Wendy, so I know we chatted before we started recording. Um, I've done shorter like social media fast, never 40 days. Um, And you were saying that 40 days is, you know, it's different than a short one. So tell us about it. Tell us um, how it goes. Tell us the structure. Tell us how it was the first couple of times you've done this. Yeah. 
again, Becky knows that at the beginning of the, um, the sugar fast, I don't give a list of to do's or to don'ts to eats or to not eats. I say, this is a fast. I'm going to suggest you stop turning to sugar to get you through your days and turn to Christ. We're going to crowd out what we are eating, not by eating healthier foods, but by ingesting more of Christ's word and his presence. And so again, bringing up sugar fast only to say it's, it's similar because our phones really are what we are consuming these days. We're consuming with our eyes. We're consuming with our time. We're consuming with our minds. We're gobbling up everybody's opinions. We're gobbling up all this visual stimuli. So let's fast from what we're eating virtually, <laughs> the virtual table, and let's consume more of him. So how do we do it? Again, it's not a list of to do's or to don'ts. It's a, hey, is Facebook your thing? Is your face in Facebook rather than your face up face to face with your people? Is your face in Facebook rather than in the good book? Because that's that's when your life's going to change, not by interacting with all your friends on Facebook. Is, is your vice, again, um, Instagram? And do you find yourself worn out because you're scrolling, scrolling again with a thumb? but you have no time to go for a walk, strolling rather than scrolling, then maybe that's going to be a a main part is I'm going to set down social media. I'm going to get social with the Lord, but he's going to be not my scrolling buddy, but my strolling buddy. I'm going to walk with him and talk with him. And I'm going to hear him tell me I'm his own. And I'm going to tell him he's my own. And we're going to grow our relationship as we walk together each day. So there really isn't a how-to Just like with a sugar fast, I'm saying, take the details of this fast to the Lord. You are going to be blown away at how he's going to meet you during this time. But also he's going to give you directions. If you say, well, I work online, he's going to walk you through, well, schedule some of that work ahead of time. If you are working on social media, if it's, if it's, um, how often you're on email, let me suggest maybe just maybe. You do your work and, you know, how long is it going to take you in the morning? Do that. Say, I have 30 minutes, 40 minutes to respond to all the emails and to do that part of my job. And before I clock out of work that day, I'm going to return for another 15 minutes and see if there's somebody I need to circle back with. And if you lead, um, you know, if you lead something online that you may not, because it's your job work, you may not step away from, figure out where work is and everything beyond that. Set it aside and say, I'm not falling down those virtual rabbit holes. No, I'm going to, I'm going to fall into the arms of Christ. I'm going to be present with him. I'm going to fall into my family, but I'm not going to justify why it's okay for me to do these things because I'm setting them down for 40 days. And you guys, oh my word, one of my favorite benefits, I'm sure that's on Becky's list of Mm -hmm. questions. You read my mind. Go ahead. Keep going. (laughs) is, Is how freeing it is. I know it sounds like, oh gosh, how do I even wrap my mind around how to do this? But again, we're so connected that we're disconnected. So spend some time figuring out how are you so connected that you're disconnected and then disconnect so that you can really connect with God and the flesh and blood people he's put in your life. What's the hardest part about it? What, like, is there a time frame where you're like, okay, the first couple days, you know, feels a little rough. And then I only get this question from people that have done the sugar fast because they know, right. That it's actually hard for the first week, Mm -hmm. even if not like a sugar junkie, you know, you've trained your, your body's chemicals to rely on, you know, your highly sugared latte in the morning to get you going. Um, so 
For some, there is a little bit of that because we've trained our body to be dependent on that dopamine release when we get that ping, that notification, and maybe you've silenced all your notifications and your body's like, but how do I feel happy? Except the majority of people, I kid you not, Becky, the majority of people say, I experience almost immediate relief Mm. and happiness. Yeah. Because your body just goes, oh, wow, I'm not stressed out. And with all the pinging and dinging and buzzing and and ringing, our bodies are kind of jacked up and, and bound up and so anxious that in the silence, it's just easier to breathe deeply. And I found that not only did I experience a peace almost immediately. Yes, you turn to your phone and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that again. Yeah, well, <laughs> With a, a sigh of relief. Huh, I don't need to do anything. I don't need to post. I don't need to, I don't need to spend an hour falling down, you know, videos of The Voice and America's Got Talent and Ellen DeGeneres show and, and kittens playing piano at me. I don't have to do that. I laugh, wow. but I know it's so true. <laughs> it's, just, it's crazy, like how quickly you go from, wait, why did I log into Instagram? I, I was going to look something up for work purposes and then totally forget what it was. And I end up, yeah, watching some video of like something I had no idea even existed. Right. And that's like the 40th video you watch. Right. <laughs> right. What am I doing? Honey, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> but this kitten, you know, yeah. is playing the piano. So I'll be right there. I know. And, and we can also talk, I mean, it could be Candy Crush yeah. and friend, word, what is it called? Words with friends. But is it possible Candy Crush is making it so your life is kind of, you're, you're crushed under the weight of everything you're not getting done. And words with friends, well, are you exchanging words with friends? I yeah. mean, really having words with friends. Yeah. So if you're going to say, all right, I'm going to do it. I would say, spend a few days figuring out what is your device on your device, on your, what is your advice on your device? And, and put some, put some plans in place, you know, take the details to the Lord. But in those days leading up to your 40 day social media fast, also reach out to a few people and say, I'm going to have some time freed up. I actually want to exchange words with you and not just play this game. If you really want to play it, I'll bring a Scrabble board. I've got one. I haven't touched it because I'm too busy to play a real game. But yeah. like, let's do something fun. Let's go for a walk. You and I live in in San Diego, Becky, like, let's go for a walk on the beach. Let's, let's do this. I'm, I'm committing right now. I am not going to cancel on my friend this today, just because I've got so much going on. Now I'm going to say, I'm going to prioritize the real life relationships because we're missing out on a whole lot of real life right now. That's why the subtitle is what it is. Exchanging real life, I'm sorry, exchanging online distractions for real life devotion. So yes, with Christ, but also with his creation, also with the flesh and blood loved ones that we want to spend time with. Let's do it. Yeah. Wendy, what else can we fill that time with? I feel like the amount of screen time that we are, that's popping up, that's telling us how much weekly screen time we've spent is a lot uh, for a lot of us. And I mean, there's things that I love. So I could say, I mean, there's always a million things that we say we're too busy for, but what do you recommend to take this time and be really intentional with it? So that yeah. we're not just like doing this fast, but then just like you're taking something out, but you're not putting anything else back in that's beneficial or that is going to grow you or is going to change your life after this fact. So like, what are some of those other things? Reading the Bible, spending time in real relationships. What else yeah. do you have for us? 
Well, let's let's start with that first okay. one about reading the Bible, because okay. I know you have a lot of listeners who, who probably do, and you probably have a lot of listeners who say, I have had seasons where I, I do. So I just want to suggest, let's make this a season where you do. Um, in the 40-day social media fast book, it's broken into 40 daily readings. Actually, it's broken into 41 daily readings, because on day 41, I want you to hear me say that even though your fast is through, the feast shouldn't be. So we fast in order to feast. Again, with that whole idea of what are you consuming? You're, consu- you're always going to be consuming something. And if you're going to set down your phone in order to feast on the presence and the person and the power and the word of God, then let's start with that daily reading. It starts with scripture. But I'm not the word of God. I talk about the word of God. I apply it to our lives. So I think of it as an appetizer, like let this whet your appetite and then figure out during your 40 days, read through a book of the Bible. Just one, you know, there anywhere from, you know, three chapters, (laughs) choose one of those and read through it every day. I mean, really go deep in, in first John and just read that chapter every day. Um, or read through the book of, of Matthew. Maybe you want to grab a couple of those real life flesh and blood friends that maybe your um, your church isn't doing a gathering right now and you miss your Bible study. Say, hey, there's only a few of us. Like we're following all the rules here with Governor Newsom and, and <laughs> not getting together. But or, or wherever, of course, you live. But let's get together, just a couple of us and Let's go deep in God's word together, or let's get together virtually. Grab some gals from your Bible study that you miss getting together, but you're still you know, following all the rules and social distancing. Let's spend this time social media distancing and figuring out how to be a little bit closer with God's word and with our flesh and blood people. Um, but you said, but what else? Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you have a couple of closets? Like you walk into those closets or you open up that closet and you're like, oh my gosh, immediately I feel stressed. Or you hear your husband come home, he puts his coat away and you can hear him go, ugh, <laughs> over there. Or you have your junk drawer in your in your um, kitchen or you reach in for Tupperwares and you look at those things and say, I wish I had more time. Or it's your laundry room. For me, it's my laundry room. I'm not suggesting that you not spend time with the Lord in lieu of cleaning your house. But I'm saying, as you free up all this space for God to get into the the corners of the the closet of your heart why don't you get into some of those closets yeah it's amazing again the relief to have some of your time back and when i say some i mean hours and i mean hours every day and then so so make plans with your friends but say during this 40 days i'm going to do my front closet i'm going to do my laundry room and i'm going to do the drawers in my kitchen And I'm suggesting those things because those are the things that I do during the 40 days. And it doesn't distract me from the Lord because I really, it's such a relief to free up space. It's kind of like taking that whole minimalistic idea Mm -hmm. of more stuff doesn't mean more joy and saying, well, I'm going to really streamline my life so that in my simplified life, I have more space and more time and less distractions to enjoy my people and enjoy the board. Yeah, I love that. And you don't, like, you're not, you can think about things. You can pray while you do that. You can, you, you have yeah. clear headspace when you're doing those things. It's not like- It's, it's amazing how you do, like yeah. the mental relief. And some of it has to do with the fact you're sleeping better. Do you know that there are a couple of reasons why we're going to sleep better during this fast? One, um, 
And I do suggest you get that, that basket. And I suggest you even get a basket that has a lid over it. <laughs> and a lock. So, so and yeah. that too. But what I'm talking about is keeping it so that the blue light mm. isn't disrupting your sleep. The blue light from our phones actually is a, is a um, melatonin inhibitor. So your body's not even releasing the melatonin you need to get into a deep uh, sleep space. So you're going to sleep better. And also, I remember when I had uh, my first kiddo hearing that a lot of the the children's cartoons, they move so fast. They're so stimulating that it gets the kids all wound up and it's not good for brain development. So I only let them watch once they were like you know, two years old or whatever. Barney and Sesame Street. I was a total PBS girl because they have these long um, scenes, right? There's no cuts between go from camera A to camera B to camera C. It's just one long scene with no cutting. So it's less, your brain's not bouncing around as much. So that's true for our kids. And it's true for us Mm -hmm. when we're scrolling, 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 what is your mind doing? Like you are just bouncing. You are so overstimulated. And so if you say, I'm going to put that away during my days, how's that going to affect your sleep? How's that going to affect that restful state? Again, back to, I think the first, the first point that I shared in that first scripture, when you're all bound up, stressed out, and you go to your phone to calm down and, you know, just rest, get a break. You actually return to your real life less capable of handling stress because it's not giving your brain and your endorphins and your mind and your eyes a break. Mm-hmm. But God said, you come to me and I will give you the rest you need so that you can cope with this stress. And in this life, you will have many troubles, but you can be of good cheer because you just spent time with me. And I'm the one that overcomes all that stress with your husband, with your finances, with your health, with your children. Yeah. Um, Wendy, you live a life, if you do the sugar fast in January and you have your social media fast you know, over Lent, you're, you're doing a lot of fasting. How yeah. does that affect just like your everyday life? Um as a whole during yeah. those times and after, because it's not just one thing, it's two. And it's, it's very intentional. I know what you do is so intentional. So, I mean, it's gotta be life-changing doing those things uh-huh. kind of back to back. It is. And, and really the social media fast, it's so funny. Becky, everything I've ever done that's resonated with people has only been because I've needed it. It's not because I'm a smart, like book writer and mm-hmm. marketeer. Um, you, you know, with triggers, it was just, I was in a group with moms that were stressed. And I said, what are your triggers? And with the, with the sugar fast, it was in that same group of moms who were stressed out. And I said, maybe you need to sit down, you know, sugar, stop running to your handful of chocolate chips in the afternoon because they're melting down because that's going to make it. So you're melting down too when you have that sugar crash. And so with the social media fast, it happened. Yes, because during the sugar fast, people were telling me they turned to their phones. But really the first time was I was so worn out from pouring out online for the sugar fast. I said, hmm. Okay, you said you need a social media fast. Mm-hmm. I need a social media fast. Let's do it right after this time of almost binging on social media. Let's go quiet. Let's go dark in order to privately experience the light of the world and to get filled up with that light so that whether you're coming back online or you're just in line at the grocery store, you are the light of the world because you've spent time with the light of the world. And sometimes you need to go dark to do that. So you're right. I am intentional about where I do it. But you said, but how does it affect you long term? Mm-hmm. 
And um, I have two, I guess, answers for that. The first is during the fasts, I'm intentional, especially near the end of both of the fasts, to set boundaries. Okay, when I go back, if this was a break and not a breakup, then what am I going to do differently so I don't end up right back in the throes of that? What boundaries am I going to set? And you know my boundaries around sugar. Like don't sugar alone. If you're if you're going to have sugar, let it be that you're with others and that you're having, you know, you're at a friend's birthday party and and have a slice of your lemon chiffon cake, you know? But you don't need to make brownies at home and eat them by yourself. Um, so I have boundaries for that. For social media, I learned the word before the world is like my go-to phrase. And my kids have heard me say this for years. Before you open up the world or open yourself up to the world through the World Wide Web, have you opened yourself up to the one who made the world? So let's get in the word before you open up the word. And, and so open yourself up to the world. And that, incur- that includes if I know that I'm going to have uh, a 6.30 in the morning <laughs> meeting with Becky then I better set my alarm early because she is part of the world. I am opening up Zoom. So that means I didn't get much. I didn't go deep this morning, but I went and I reread the main verses from um, the message that I listened to yesterday at church. And I reread the main verses in Acts 19 that I read through yesterday. And um, okay, I didn't go deep, but I checked in with you first, Lord, and I'll circle back after this this time that I spend with Becky. So that's one of the things that I've learned from fasting so that it keeps me safe when I am on social media, that God remains on his throne and not my phone. Yeah, that's so good. Such a great, just to set those boundaries, like coming out. I mean, you're feeling fresh after the fast. You're feeling like, you feel a little accomplished, honestly. It's like, oh, I I can do this, you know? And he helps you do it, but you do feel like, it's a big deal, um, especially if you've never done something like that. So while you're strong and while you're feeling encouraged and while you're feeling that, like keep, keep the momentum going. Right. Absolutely. Here's another boundary that is so helpful. Um, I think I read it first in Cal Newport's Digital Minimalism. And he said, it sounds like it's the same thing, Becky. So hang with me because it's a total game changer. Instead of choosing when you're going to put your phone down, I can just hear, you know, some of the women like, honey, can we just put our phones down during dinner and let's keep them put away until the kids go down to sleep. Like, let's choose that we're putting our phones down during that time. Instead of choosing what time in your day that you're going to put your phone down, choose the times in your day that you're going to pick your phone up or open your laptop up or pick up your, you know, iPad, whatever it is. Choose when you're going to be available to the world rather than choosing that special time you're going to be available to your real life people. And so if you say, well, I got to do work and I enjoy checking in with my, with my grandkids, I enjoy checking in with my friends. Okay, do it, but choose when you're going to do it. I keep thinking about that, that verse that we quote so often and we all kind of shrug our shoulders about, which is pray without ceasing. And we're like, okay, God, that's a lot of praying. Sort of hard, don't you think? You know, and then I, I say, but how do you interact with the world with your phone? Isn't it sort of a without ceasing connection? Always available. You're oh, that is that is exactly right, Becky. We're always available. So let's purposefully say, 
I'm going to choose when I'm available to you so that I can free up my space, free up my heart, free up my time, free up my attention to say, God, I am always available to you. Ping me, ding me, ring me, you know? Mm -hmm. And, And as we start practicing that availability to God, we'll see that, oh, he's always been available to us. Wow, God, you are so very there. Oh my word, look at this. Look how availability to my real life friends also let them encourage me and speak truth into my life. And you were a part of that too. And God, when I was at the grocery store, not online in line, but in line, in line, Mm -hmm. I had so many incredible interactions where I spent time with the light of the world today. And I'm not talking about reflecting that pixelated glow from our screens. That doesn't make us the light of the world. If anything, that dulls our light. But I spent time with you today, God. So now here I am in line at the grocery store and I'm having like gospel interactions. This is incredible. I want to keep my phone in its proper place so that you stay in your proper place in my life, God. And then I become exactly what you meant for me to be in my home and in this world because I'm shining your light because I'm face to face with you, not face to Facebook. Yeah. I love that uh, example about the grocery store line. The times that I've done shorter social media fasts, the thing that I've had is like, when I go into stores, like my phone's in my glove compartment. When I, like having little things like that is so helpful, like little rules for yourself that you just do, but they make a really big difference. Um, So I love that you brought up that example. You know, I have have a a book that I want to write one day. I think it's very funny. It's called Grocery Stories. (laughs) And it really is all of the gospel interactions that I've had right there in line at the grocery store or, or loading my, my car when I'm not balancing a, a, a bag on one hip and my, my hands holding my phone and I'm, I'm responding to somebody who just has to have my attention right in that moment. I miss what's going on around me, but there was a time I was loading up my, my car with groceries and I looked over and I saw that there was a woman, she was hunched over her steering wheel, an older woman and her, her shoulders were shaking and she was obviously crying mm-hmm. and I, I knocked on her window and I asked her, could I pray for her? And um, she let me in and she told me that her husband passed away about a year ago and going to the grocery store is a trigger for her because she's shopping for one person and she's just, she just feels the, she feels bereft um, at the grocery store. It's a real heartache. And another time I was, I was there at the deli counter and the woman in front of me was buying sliced turkey, big slices of turkey, Uh, and a side of cranberry sauce. And it was December 23rd. And I said, do you have plans on Christmas Eve? And she said, no. And I said, why don't you join my family? Mm. We're going to go to church and then we're going to um, come back and have a feast. I would love you to feast with us. And um, she ended up not coming. (laughs) But I was available to seeing what's going on. Where's the grief in the world? Because I know that I often turn to my phone to cope with my own Grief, even if I don't pinpoint and call it that, my own holes in my heart, I fill it with something. But when I stop and it becomes full of Christ because I'm letting him be my comforter rather than turning to comfort foods or comforting myself with a, that numb of the scroll, I become not only comforted, but I become the comforter and I'm not distracted to see those in need of comforting. Yeah, that's so good. That's such a good reminder. Wendy, as a whole, with all of this, the sugar fast, the social media fast, um, especially social media fast, after 40 days of that and doing it yourself and experiencing that, what do you feel that God has set you free from? Mm. You know, it's so interesting. 
that when it's the sugar fast, it's not really the sugar fast. It's the anything and everything fast that keeps me from him. And I found that, I mean, it's true. My body feels better. I sleep better. I'm more calm and consistent with my kids. I know physiologically it's good for me, but the same is true with the social media fast. Like there are obviously benefits, but the main benefit of fasting is really in the feasting again. So A.W. Tozer said that whatever keeps me from my Bible is my enemy, no, regardless of how harmless it may appear to be. And I think that the main benefit of either of these fasts has been that doing it over and over, doing it annually has trained me slowly to see, oh, it's really not about the fasting. It is about the feasting. It's about where my attention is. And really in the social media fast, we talk a lot about lifting our eyes, right? Even when I say that, don't you kind of want to swing your head up from that position that we're all always in bent over, or shall I say bowed over, but not praying. But when we start lifting our eyes, it doesn't just change 40 days. It has the ability to change our lives. God says, lift your eyes up to the mountains. That's where your strength, that's where your help comes from. Your help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Uh, and when we lift our eyes from the, the world wide web to the one who made the world and the God who is the word, we start knowing his word. We start hiding it in our heart rather than taking our hearts to everybody else online. And it starts changing everything. So a food fast doesn't change your diet. It changes your life. A social media fast doesn't just change 40 days. It changes your life. If you say, oh, I don't just want to live this way when I'm fasting. I want to live feasting 365 days of the year forever and for always, praying without ceasing, being aware of his presence without ceasing. And if that means I have to set something down regularly in my life, whether it's annually or what I say both in the sugar fast and the social media fast is, hey, the goal wasn't fasting. It was feasting. So if you find yourself forgetting to feast, fast again in order to remember. And that can be every, you know, Every week you need a Sunday fast. I mean, what better way to have a sabbatical, Mm -hmm. right? That says, come to me when you need rest. Well, Sabbath is, means peace. I mean, sorry, Sabbath means rest. Shalom means peace. So if you want to say Shabbat Shalom on Sundays, as as our Jewish brothers and sisters say, then what better way to have that Sabbath rest, that peace, than setting it down on Sundays. So do these things throughout your life so that you can remain in the place of feasting. Because fasting was never what God said is most important, but being with him, uh, ingesting his presence, loving his nearness. Yeah. That's where joy is found. Yeah. Not in the dopamine release of, of getting a comment on Instagram. Wendy, how do, we, how do we get going with this? How do we start this? Where do we yeah. go? Where do we get the book? Yes, of course. Well, you can get the 40-day social media fast, um, wherever books are sold now. Of course, you know, we do talk about our tendency to run even to Amazon Prime. So, you know, all of this part of the conversation is a little awkward because I'm like, go to Amazon Prime. However, I'm going to tell you, we need to stop going to Amazon Prime every day. Um, or find me online, except, you know, during the social media fast. We'll find me off. and then go, then start the fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um so you can grab the book wherever books are sold at your Barnes and Noble. And it's going to be here, I think, very soon in both Target and Hobby Lobby. So uh, God's making it real easy for people to find it right now. 
That's awesome. Thank you, Wendy. Um, are you currently on social media now? When the fast is over, what kind of... Guess, see. You'll yeah. be sharing this at the end of November. Happy end of November. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And I know you're you're rolling into Christmas and aren't we all ready for that? Um, on January 4th, we will be starting. We, I say we, because it is such a collective group of Jesus-hungry people. We'll be starting our annual 40-day sugar fast. And um, even if you don't think of yourself as having a crazy sweet tooth, um, I invite you to join us. And we will roll straight from that into the 40-day social media fast. And you can find out more about both of them at 40daysugarfast.com and 40day, that's the number 40, socialmediafast.com. And both of them, when you purchase the book, you, you can download free resources like scripture memory cards and screensavers so you remember that you're fasting. So that so, when you look at your phone, you put your phone back down. down. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. there's the, my Bible verse. I'm not supposed to be looking at my phone right now. Absolutely. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you so much. Um, I'm excited to partake in the 40-day social media fast uh, with you this year. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Wendy. Bye-bye. Again, don't forget to check out the show notes where we have all of the info and links and resources we talked about in the show. You can go to beckymorquecho.com, B-E-C-K-Y-M-O-R-Q-U-E-C-H-O.com. Thanks for listening in. 